everyone. Welcome to Triple T Thursday. That stands for Tips, Tricks, and Talktorials. If you didn't know, now you know. We are going to be recording another podcast episode. We are going to be live on all of the places, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. I also have, excuse you, excuse you, Mom, mommy's working. Can you can you help me out here? We also have a little helper here tonight. This is Casey. She's a little moody, so we're just going to go with it. As always, we start every Thursday off with one very important question, and that is, what's in your cup? I have to find my cup. I think it's on the corner of the desk, but I'm going to let you all know it is awake English breakfast from Tazo Tea, and that's what's in my cup. So let me know what's in your cup. I would love to know. And then also I'm going to make sure that we're live on all the places that we're supposed to be, because sometimes, sometimes it's tricksy on your girl and... It doesn't go live all the places that it's supposed to. So hopefully you are seeing this, hearing this, all the things that you're supposed to be doing. Um, we have to talk about a couple of things. So let's talk about it, okay? Um, I don't know why the Restream bot is the number one chatter. That's weird. Um, so that's what's happening over here on the podcasting channel, which if you didn't know, there's a separate podcasting channel. Um, we are going to be talking today about how I blew up my channel, and this is currently ongoing. So not only have we set the dynamite, but it's currently um, being blown up. So that's what's happening. So we're gonna talk about it. And I'm also gonna say hello to some of the people that are here. So let's do that. We've got James Pruitt in the house and they are drinking coffee. And we've got Dr. Elo, Dr. Elo in the house, channel member. You guys can see the little channel member because he's got his little um, doggy icon next to him. And then uh, James and Annette and surprise it's on. Wow, surprise it's on. It's been a long time since I've seen you in here. Welcome, welcome back to the party. All right, so if y'all didn't know, um, it was at the end of January. It was actually the last day of January. And I hit 40,000 subscribers on this main YouTube channel, right? And I was very excited about that. Now, here's one thing that we've talked about before is like, oh my gosh, for years, ever since I started, I've always wanted one of those silver play buttons, right? It's just been an ambition, a lifelong goal, whatever you want to call it, that I have just wanted one so badly. And, you know, I don't know if it was because having one somehow in your mind provides you with some sort of legitimacy, you know, like you're a real YouTuber. And what's interesting about it is there are people that I know that are real YouTubers that don't have a silver play button, but are making hundreds of thousands a year in other things, coaching services or whatever else you want to talk about. And they don't have the silver play button. And you know how I always harp on, you don't need to have a thousand subscribers to hit YouTube monetization to finally start having permission to make money on your channel. I feel like I was doing the same thing with my own self saying like, hey girl, once you have 100,000 subscriber plaque, then you are like legitimate, you've made it and you can go out and you know, do your thing and call yourself more successful. And now I'm looking back on this and I'm still going to be making this video on how I failed my way to 40,000 and how you can do it as well. <laughs> and, um, but much faster, much faster. You won't, you have to fail as fast uh, because I have done it for you. Cause I, y'all know I've made every single mistake. It, it can possibly be made pretty much when it comes to a YouTube channel. And I've learned several things along the way. And so I want to talk about them and share them with you. And 
I was thinking about this, and for years and years and years, right, I have been known as the iMovie girl, and I did all of these tutorials, and I was creating all of this content around iMovie and subscribe buttons, and I remember even having a conversation with certain people being like, I'm more than a subscribe button, that's all I'm known for, it's just what people always talk about, it's always that kind of stuff. And I don't want to just be known as the subscribe button girl or the iMovie girl, and I have... As we like to say, I'm so multi-passionate. I have all of these different things that I want to share. And one thing that I've always told you all is that I can help anyone make money but myself, right? It's, it's a special gift that I have. I've always had it. And, um, and it's like, why is it, right, those who can't do? <laughs> but why is it that if someone comes to me and says, hey, I'm doing this thing or, you know, I've got this contract negotiation or I'm not sure what to do with a brand deal, I can give them sound advice or I can give them advice when it comes to their YouTube channel, but I can't seem to implement it and do it for myself because I'm always like, I'm a special little snowflake. I'm an individual. I can do all these things. I'm the exception, not the rule. Surprise. Um, spoiler alert. I am the rule, not the exception. And so I really have gone backwards a lot when it comes to my own YouTube channel and I think my success because of the fact that people will get whiplash when I decide to go all in on something and then I'm, I do for a little while and then I'm like, it's either not working or I'm not sure. And then I pivot and then they're like, wait, we were just getting used to the other thing. Right. And I know I need a shirt. This is, I am, I am more than a subscribe button. Right. I, I swear to goodness, I am more than a subscribe button. I wanted to put that everywhere, but it is perpetually the thing that I'm always the most known for. So one of the first things that I did, I was like, Girl, you got to stop bitching because if you do, in fact, want to be known not as the iMovie girl, then you can't be known as the iMovie girl and only be putting out iMovie content and video editing content and then be surprised when people, sorry if you guys are hearing that, it's live. You know, the window's open because it's, um, it's so hot upstairs. So I'm sorry if, you, if you're hearing that. And here's the thing is, I was going back and forth with myself for such a long time being like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to be known as the subscribe button girl. I want to be making money basically at the end of the day. It's not about the subscriber number. It's about can I sustain and quit, you know, a day job by replacing the income with all of this stuff. And one of my words for the year was going to be abundance and, you know, money making activities and stuff like that about actually I've always undervalued myself or not sold my services or, you know, always discounted and it's just not serving me. <laughs> um, when you end up getting sometimes clients or customers that are used to a discount or putting in more than what they're paying for and then that becomes the expectation. It's like I can't get mad at them for, for that when I'm doing that to myself and allowing it to happen. So we're getting real deep here, y'all. So one of the first things that I did when I decided, um, you know, I was like, I, I can't just be known as the subscribe button girl. I've got to somehow also make money. One of the things I did was at least I took that subscribe button and I put it on Etsy and I started selling it as a digital download. Now, that came with its own slew of other problems, like how do you get something on Etsy and how do you sell something digitally and how do you deal with people who don't understand that an MP4 file doesn't have transparency and they can't put it in and they're going to have to use green screen or whatever else it is and then trying to go back and forth. 
and customer service issues that come about. But what's funny is it didn't even take that long for me to make more money having sold that subscribe button than it did to get the AdSense on the subscribe button, right? So here was one of the first things where I was realizing I have to take what I know and somehow package it into something. <laughs> oh my gosh, Scott Peachy is in the house. Thank you so much for your super chat, dude. I really, really appreciate it. If you are available and around tonight and you want to jump on, I would love to catch up with you and chat with you. No pressure. Um, but we are going to boogie because of the fact that you just dropped a super chat. So let me do this. <laughs> One second here. Let me play my super chat animation. Here we go. Thank you so much. Scott Peachy rhymes with Peachy. <laughs> I was doing halfway Sarah there. Um, it's great to see you. I hope that you're doing so, so, so awesome. I saw that you were back last night. How's the video podcasting going? So proud of you doing all that. Stax was back last night with you. Very awesome. So, and yeah, please let me know if you feel like coming in. Digital slaying has come in. Hello, John Pullman has come in. Hello. Um, yes, great to see all of you. So, hey, how are there 12 people watching now and only five thumbs up people? Help me out. I'm pouring out my heart and soul to y'all. And one of, one of them is me. So it's like, that's it's really five. <laughs> so this is where we're starting to say, how can I monetize what I, right? Like, like I said, I can do it for anyone but me. How do I monetize the things and knowledge that I have and actually start to somehow make money on it, not feel sleazy about it, feel good about it? Then I decided to take a lot of what that was and I put it into a digital course, right? I, my dog is choking over there. Hopefully you're not hearing that. So I went over to Thinkific and I plopped down some money and I uploaded all of this content and I did exactly as Steve Dotto told me I was gonna do, which was like put in way too much content um, and work too hard on it and not just release it on time. But alas, it was out there. And it sold a few units, not a ton of units, but it sold some units. Here's one thing. I have made my reputation and everything about iMovie. And then what do you do when you even put it out there to the world and then the world doesn't buy it? Do you continue making videos even though the CPMs and RPMs on them aren't even that high? You have people as a utilitarian channel come to me, learn how to do one thing. Hi, buddy. Are you feeling okay? And then they don't come back and they don't have like repeat viewing sessions, right? So we've got this and like we're starting to paint a picture here, right? I can get some views, but I can't get people to necessarily um, invest in me, either buy something, buy my course, buy the subscribe button so they don't have to do the work. And I know that this stuff sells, right? You are inundated daily with buy these templates on Canva and buy this TikTok, uh, you know, dancing logo and we'll put your name in there and it's 15 to $20. Here I am selling a subscribe button for $7 and fighting with people about it. Here's another lesson that you're gonna learn then is that sometimes you underprice thinking that you're going to sell things, but when you underprice some things, you end up getting not the clientele that you want. You get what you deserve, if that even is a thing. So 95% of the traffic on my channel is about iMovie video editing and like creation, 
right? And I had to take a hard look at myself and be like, what do I want to be known for? What do I want to talk about? And, you know, if you guys have been around on this channel for a long time, I've always talked about, I will always help my friends try to make more money. I will always talk about how, you know, you can do some sort of thing with a brand deal or how you can um, get creative with trying to make money or how many live streams I've done on different ways besides AdSense to monetize your you know, your passions and your creativity. And I was just thinking about that. And I'm like, why don't, why don't you just talk about that? And I think some of the light bulb moment was happening, you know, when Justin from Creator Wizard was on a, a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about brand deals. And I'm like, here's someone who niched down specifically into brand deals. And that's what they talk about and even has a course on just brand deals. And I was like, yeah. Um, and that makes sense. And it's a high ticket course, but he also is on Twitter and then says something like, I was creating this weird cycle for myself where I was getting like freaked out because I didn't have enough time to keep doing all of this coaching one-on-one -on -one with people that people are requesting. I'm getting stressed out. So the alternative was raise your prices. And he's like, some people self-select out, but also the money and time that you're then, um, then the ROI is a little bit more in line because you're not stressed out and it's not taking away from other money-making activities. And so I've even talked about, um, you guys don't know this yet, but money-making activities is kind of in that creator economy type of wheelhouse. And so I'm thinking I'm going to start a series on Mondays, like Make Money Mondays or something like that, where we just talk about you guys have an idea or a channel or something, and then we brainstorm as a community, how could we make money around that? So just more so than just you know, get your views up so you can go make some more money. It's, it's more than that. Okay. It's more than just AdSense. And I've always said like AdSense should be your dessert, not your main entree. It's always about all the rest of the stuff. So, um, if you're excited about that, drop a heck yeah, that sounds awesome in the chat because I'm actually really excited about that. Now, if you are a channel member, there are a few of you here. I had put this information up in my community tab as a members only post saying, first of all, one of the ways that I'm blowing up my channel, if I don't want to be known as the iMovie girl and 95% of my traffic is around iMovie tutorials, then what you have to do, if you want to stop being known for something, you're going to have to eliminate it. So I ended up privating all of my iMovie, pretty much editing tutorials, Final Cut Pro, which does hurt me. <laughs> Ouch. Um, but it's like, it's for the greater good. And there's a reason and a method to the madness here. And I'm going to explain it to you more where I went from basically having, I don't know, 475 videos. And if you look now, it may say that I'm at like 250 videos and it's going to go down even more. We're going to get into that too. So I have to stop driving traffic to my channel on a subject that I don't want to be known for. Okay. And this is one of the problems of having a video or set of videos, I'm not, I'm using air quotes softly here, go viral, okay, or be the most of what your channel is viewed as through the eyes of YouTube. So your options are either to delete or private all of those videos or to abandon your channel and let the chips fall where they are and start a new channel focused on one specific type of thing. I happen to like the name Shelly Saves the Day I like that it's nondescript enough that it can be about whatever I want. So I was like, nope, I'm just going to private all of the video editing tutorials and the Final Cut Pro tutorials, all that stuff. So if you have been looking for them recently, you're going to notice they no longer exist on my channel. They're all private. 
And I did reach out to all of my channel members and I said, hey, y'all, if you really, really need these videos, um, as a members only perk, I would make them a members only type of video. If you don't care though, then I'm just gonna leave them as it is. And nobody actually came back and said, I am desperate to have this Final Cut Pro tutorial still in my life. So as of now, that's where it stands, where all of the video editing tutorials are now private. You can't find them. Um, not unlisted, but actually private. So I had put in the post that I anticipate that my channel will bleed subscribers for the next 90 days or so as the shift starts to happen. And if you were to probably pull up my social blade or anything like that, you'd probably see a million or more views just automatically disappear from my channel because of the fact that the videos on my channel that have the most views, I privated most of them, including some of the stuff that doesn't align, like the fashion, the Louboutin, which we've talked about, um, which was always that weird accidental quirky video that has led to me selling hundreds of bottles of red paint for the bottom of your shoes, either for repair or paint, whatever. And just things that didn't align, like how to cut a t-shirt and um, how to repress your eyeshadow when it shatters. Um, all of those things, they're all privated now. Now I do have uh, a meeting. I am thinking about creating an online community for specifically video editing and content creation stuff as a separate thing from here, possibly um, putting it over on a Uscreen site where I would maybe re-upload all of those videos, um, all the video editing tutorials, all of the how to make a TikTok, how to do Instagram stories, and actually have a, a, a content creator community where we actually have challenges or do things about content creation as well. So I could have a, a someplace separate for all of that. Oh, Mr. Rob Balsamas in the house. Um, I was just talking about you saying, yeah, I meet with you next week. But that was one of the ideas that I had. And I know I talked to you about that over Messenger is to create an online community of just content creation. And for me to possibly move and house all of my video editing stuff over there. And so that way I don't have to also, um, you know, be concerned about, oh, I made something about TikTok and then something about Instagram Reels and whatever. It's it's just gonna be about content creation. I'm telling you all my stuff right now. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, I said use screen so that, and all of a sudden you popped up. So that's what I'm thinking is a community to actually talk about content creation. So it doesn't matter then if I wanna talk about Final Cut Pro fin um, or Final Cut or Premiere or iMovie or InShot or whatever, because that was another thing when I started making those tutorials is like, if you wanted to, you can find one channel specifically that talks only about Adobe or just about Final Cut or just about iMovie or just about InShot. And I don't wanna be pigeonholed into any one of those. I just wanna help people create content. That's always been, even in the old slogan, it was about you know helping you create content so you can share what you love with the world. That can still be the motto just on a different platform. So um, I am curious to investigate that. Um, I will have more information I haven't gotten too far into it, but that's what I'm thinking is an entire content creation community and you can use whatever program you want and then we just talk about content creation. Now on this channel, you're not gonna find those videos anymore. They're gonna stay private for bare minimum at least 90 days and that is, and because none of the members came in and said, hey, I need to have these tutorials, um, I, they're not even right there. <laughs> now, we're gonna go one step farther and I'm blowing up my channel a little bit more where, um, yes, absolutely, transparency and keeping everyone in the loop, woo woo. Um, that's what we're doing, absolutely. 
Um, so the next thing that's happening is these Triple T Thursday live streams. I was having a conversation with my friend in the DMs, as you do, and we were talking, and I was talking about this as a strategy for him, and then I was like, girl, you're so dumb. Why don't you do it for yourself? Again, it's one of those, like, I can do it for anybody else, but not for myself. And I think I was like, girl, maybe you should take your own advice. Here's where I'm going with this. Triple T Thursdays, always a fun time with the crew that is here. Love y'all. Great conversation. And those of you who know to tune in 5.30 on a Thursday, you're here. Love that. There isn't always a lot of value for the people who are coming in in the replay, you know, as it is because a live stream is really for growing and having a better community with who you have, but then um, maybe not always attracting new viewers. So one of the things that I have talked and frequently rolled around inside of my noggin is that I should take some of the things from the live streams, take out some of the frequently asked questions, take out the little snippets, break them out into five or seven minute videos if it is a frequently asked question type of thing, throw those up as separate videos, and then we will actually be unlisting or privatizing all of the live streams, or um, we'll do it a step farther where uh, like one week or three days after, I have to think about all the specifics, but like maybe three days after, so it gives people Thursday and then through the weekend to watch it, and then starting on Monday, that video will be a members only if you wanna catch the entire live stream, and then I will be stripping out the parts and creating short snippet, uh, parts that will go out as video on demand on the channel. So that's kind of what I'm thinking here. And that will be a, um, a members only perk where they will be able to be um, able to watch any of the replays at any time um, as a as a members only thing. But anyone else you would have through the weekend to watch it before it then goes private. So it also is going to look like there's a lot less content on the channel because some of those streams, um, like I said, they'll go private and you won't see them either. So there'll be what looks like a lot less content on the channel, but it's also going to be more concentrated on what I actually want to talk about, which is going to be YouTube education as well as the content creator um, economy. So that's, hey, <laughs> Dr. Ela, thank you so much. Um, you don't have to do that. That's so nice of you. Um, that's so nice. Okay, let's boogie. Let's boogie. Okay, let's, let me find a song. I was not prepared. I was not prepared. Here we go. I gotta find my dance overlay. so much for your super chat i appreciate you that was very very nice totally not necessarily pixel be a hello great to see you and um let's see here 
Yay, I'm glad that you're still a subscriber. Like I said, though, to be truthful, I do believe that the channel is going to hemorrhage subscribers for a while. And let's talk about this for a second. For so long, I'd always thought like, oh my gosh, I just need a play button to feel legitimate. Like with my peers, I, I want to feel more important. I want to feel like I've done it. And if you guys don't know, or if you haven't seen it, I have one. Okay, I've done the unboxing, it's in my set. And the truth is, I'm not any different. I'm not any different, you know what I mean? Um, it doesn't necessarily make me any more legitimate. It does help me realize that um, I was using this as a crutch for holding back in fear, either doing things like raising my prices or asking people for money for in exchange for my time services or you know knowledge. And I don't need to be ashamed to do that anymore because I've, I've met some people who are, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. They're blatantly out there letting people know that they have services available. And before I'd always be like, oh, that's kind of tacky. Oh, that's not, oh, I would never do that. But here's the thing. Yeah, they're, they're drying their tears, <laughs> or they don't have tears, with their $100 bills, y'all, while I'm sitting over here with my morals being like, and broke. <laughs> okay. So um, they're not thinking about me thinking about them being tacky or out there. And the truth is, and my channel members have known this for a long time, even when I was first launching my course, you know, they're like, you need to talk about your course more. You need to be letting people know about these things. You need to be telling people that you offer this stuff because you can't just magically say it once five years ago and then be mad that people forgot that you offer any services and you have to keep talking about it continually. How many times have I sat here and talked with y'all about how people need continuous exposure and touches to be able to realize and remember that you're associated with something and that you can put that together, right? And here I am not able to take any of my own advice when it comes to any of that as well. So I don't understand why the Restream bot, I don't know y'all. I... Today was an administrative task day. And what that means, I also did something else um, on my Facebook profile. I have always um, sometimes done, that's an oxymoron. I have sometimes always, I have always sometimes, y'all know what I'm going with this. Frequently, I would multicast between multiple sources, between my Facebook page and my Facebook personal profile. And I thought, you know, I've got friends on both or I have followers and friends and I don't know and I don't want to put limits on where they're watching. If they just want to watch and follow along, great, that's cool. So I'll multicast. I went in today and I also discovered that certain things like my page can never be eligible for monetization because it actually comes up with a duplicate content, non-original uh, policy violation where me streaming on both is actually hurting my chances of ever being able to monetize my Facebook page, right? I thought that was interesting. Um, I had never seen that before. And so I was like, oh, well, that is another reason right there. And then I was just like, yeah, if someone can follow me on my Facebook profile and on my page, what motivation would they have to be on one versus the other? Or, you know, you know, um, I used to be more in the camp of 
this is what your life is and you should just post it. And if people want to watch it wherever they want to is fine. I think now there's something to be also said about directing people to the platforms or the pages where you want them to be. So it's not like I can't put it on my Facebook page and share it to my personal profile. Totally fine. Gets the same thing across, doesn't have duplicate content, doesn't hurt my chances of ever being monetized in the future on, um, on that Facebook page. So I was thinking about this and I was like, they would have no reason to follow your Facebook page. So I went through today and I culled all of the duplicate live streams. And I said also as a post, I'm like, I'm cleaning up my Facebook wall and the live streams uh, will only be on my page. So if that's something that you're interested in, you need to follow the page. And so I started and I deleted, I think it was 90 something videos from Facebook. And yes, there were some comments on those that I will lose. So be it. Um, because all of the videos still exist in their entirety on my YouTube channel and on the Facebook page as well. So it's not like I'm losing that much in terms of content. Then once it's cleaner, then I can go back in eventually and say, hey, can we get monetized again on this eventually in the future? Or at least apply to be eligible. And if someone actually does care enough to want to follow along on the live streams, then they will hopefully go over to the Facebook page and do that, which would help that one grow. Okay. So <laughs> Twana, Yvette, hello. How are you? Cannot wait to hear about blowing up. Yeah, this is not blowing up in the good way. I'm, I'm blowing up and doing all kinds of bad things to my channel. So... <laughs> <laughs> but yay for kind of a, a weird clickbait title that is apparently interpreted in the positive connotation. Good on ya. That was not where I was going with that. But okay, so we've talked about that. We've talked about um, not only that administratively today was also a day where I'm going to be revamping my website before I was, you know, just randomly not even ever worrying about it. And now I am going to worry about it. So I am, y'all, with WordPress. So <laughs> that's what I was doing um, for a lot of today is, you know, one, can I even log back into this account? And two, I'm going to set that up. And what is that going to look like? And what are the pages and layouts going to look like? And I'm not one to sit and ruminate for years about, you know, what your website should look like. But I do want to have a basic basic <laughs> outline here. So I am working on getting that revamped as well. One of the other things that I was thinking about is, you know, I'm not sure how best to say this, but for many, many years, I have felt not quite good enough, whether that's in the circle of YouTube help people, um, feeling less than, call it imposter syndrome, call it what you want to, very Taylor Swift of me right there, call it what you want to. And it is debilitating and crippling and um, hard sometimes to feel like you're going to have to rise above, you're going to have to believe in yourself, and you're going to have to do things like charge people for your knowledge, because it's not like I haven't been doing it for four years and studying and in on the certifications and helping other people um, and doing coaching for other people. And it's like, I don't think they feel sorry about asking people $5,000 to go through their coaching program, of which I am the coach, 
why am I feeling guilty about charging people for a channel review or charging people for a consultation? Or y'all, when we do our what I made in a month review, because that's part of the transparency and thing, you know, where I'm sharing with y'all how much money I'm making and all of the different revenue streams um, so that hopefully it inspires you to do the same, but hopefully on a bigger scale and make more money than I do. It wouldn't be hard. And um, side note, we're going to put a pin real quick on, on the topic. I did realize, remember last stream when we were talking about revenue sources and I was like, it's only eight. I thought I would be at 10. I wanted at least 10. I actually did have 10 because I forgot my Twitch memberships and I forgot that I had gotten paid out for a Facebook Reels bonus. So there were actually 10 streams of income. So it was like $20 from Twitch. And then I got $220 from Instagram Reels bonus. It was only on one um, account and I wasn't eligible the next month, but I made $220 in the time that they were offering me the bonus. So there's that. So I did actually have 10 streams of income. So I was very excited about that. Fast forward to this month. Um, I don't know if the number is going to be a lot more or less, but I will say there were some more surprising things in the mix and you guys will hopefully be here. That, that should be one more week or so, two more weeks where we talk. I actually made my first Etsy sale of a physical product and boy, did I learn about shipping and, um, postage on a physical product. And it has gotten me a little bit more wise to the fact that like digital is where it's at, even with the headache of going back and forth of people not understanding what kind of video format file it should be in. What can I do to help alleviate that? Whatever. But um, yeah, shipping costs, right? Because it's one of those things you don't have to worry about with a digital product. So there's that. I also had someone pay for a consultation um, this last month, which is great. And if y'all didn't know, you guys can do um, consultations with me. You can also do channel reviews with me. And then I will record them and I leave them up as an unlisted video, which you have access to in case you want to come back and look at either of those things. And it was a great reminder. And I think I had put this out on Twitter a couple days ago. And I was like, I just had a great consultation with someone. And it reaffirms that not only am I good at what I do, I don't think that she feels badly about paying me the money because the value exchange was she was happy with it and I was excited and she would like to come back and do more in the future. So I was thinking about that. And I'm like, why is I so afraid to talk to people about the fact that I offer channel reviews, I offer coaching, I offer consultation. Why is that such a shady secret? I, I don't know the right the terminology I'm trying to say, but the people out there who I before I was saying they're unashamedly, unabashedly out there being like, I offer this, I do this. It's because they're just confident in what they do, whether or not they're good at it. That's a whole other can of worms. I can't get into that. But when you're confident in what you are doing or selling or talking about, it doesn't come across as sleazy, which is always the way that I was thinking that it may come across to people, right? Is, is it coming off as too pushy? Is it coming off as sleazy? Does it come off as like money hungry, right? And I think y'all know, like I am none of those things. And, um, but I'm always afraid of that coming across 
that way. And I think it's also one of the reasons why I priced my course so low um, was because I wasn't sure that people would buy it. And surprise, surprise, people didn't go out and buy it. And um, it's probably because I didn't talk about it enough. It's probably because I wasn't super confident in, holy crap, this is a really good deal. You should, you should buy this course. And that's on me. And that's all stuff that I need to work on because it's not that I don't think that the the program is bad. In fact, I think the program is great. The problem is the way that I either presented it, didn't have enough confidence in it to sell it, or just kept discounting it because I was afraid that people wouldn't find enough value in it. And that's a problem with me, not a problem with the course that I created. In fact, I probably overly compensated myself by putting out too much effort into that course than was needed to be able to have someone take a transformation from where they needed to be at the beginning to where they need to be at the end of it, right? So absolutely. Um, the last thing that I want, it's the same thing with why I only charge $7 for a subscribe button, which some people would be like, oh my gosh, why would you do that? And it was because like, oh, well, I saw some and some were 10 or $15. And I was like, well, I don't want to charge that much. So maybe I'll charge $7. And then I saw that people are charging more for less. So like I include four different versions, like an MP4 file and an MOV transparent and a GIF or GIF, however you want to do it, plus a um, one with it that doesn't have sense. So I also added a sound, you know, so I added like four different versions of the subscribe button for seven bucks. When someone else offered one for $15, that was like one version green screen only. And like, that was it. And so here I am overcompensating because I have that rejection sensitivity and I don't want people to think I'm scamming them or I am doing something that I shouldn't be doing. And sometimes, <laughs> Sometimes I feel like we then will attract the types of clients that we don't want. So then I attract people who have all these questions or who are upset about what this thing is versus sometimes when you charge a little bit more and you have this different clientele and they get it, you can either go one of two ways. They can either have unrealistic expectations or they're like the people who just never say anything, just say, okay, <laughs> you know? So it is something... Um, that I am working on is this whole self-confidence to be like, hey, the knowledge that I have, the certifications that I have, the training that I have, it's worth something and it's okay to ask money for it. And I don't have to feel bad about it. I'm still working on that, y'all, just as an aside. The other part was, like I said, I had a real fear of taking everything that my channel is known for, which is all of the you know, iMovie and video editing tutorials, and I just privated over a million views um, on my channel. I don't know. It's probably even more than that because even one of the videos alone is 300,000 and um, 350,000. So, and then, yeah. So I'm sure it's more than a million views I just hid just like that. And <laughs> I was thinking about this too. And I was like, hey, if I put out a video now and it gets 100 views, <laughs> There's really not that much more that I can do to tank my channel. So even if I hide all of those videos, which are the only ones bringing in views right now, I can put out a new video, which I will, and it will still only get 50 to 100 views. <laughs> and um, the truth is, that's fine if it starts getting me the types of views from the people that I want to actually start watching my channel. So it's not like I put out an iMovie editing tutorial now and it gets thousands upon views right away. In fact, even if I am known for iMovie girl stuff, I put out a video and still don't get 100 views. So there really isn't that much more that I can do to 
harm my channel, <laughs> honestly. So when I was thinking about, do I start a new channel and start over? I've confused the algorithm enough. Um, <laughs> but I was like, no, we're just going to go with it and see what happens. And, um, you know, if 30,000 people exit the channel, it's not like it's the first time that's happened to me. I think y'all know that when I gained, I don't even know what it was let's say 20,000 subscribers and then for the next 18 months did nothing but hemorrhage those same subscribers. I've been through it, y'all. I've been through losing 20,000 subscribers. I've lost more subscribers on this channel than I've ever gained and it's been five years. So there's not much more YouTube can do to me um, in terms of audience weird behavior. Okay, honestly, that just... Andrew, I was actually talking about you a little bit earlier. Um, I was saying that I'm actually going to take a page out of your book and eventually I will be privatizing or members only in my live streams from Thursdays and then ripping out snippets and creating chunks of videos with that as a member perk. So that's definitely something because, um, you know, I was like, I can I can help other people through these things, I just can't ever seem to do it for myself. So in having that conversation with you, I was like, why don't I just do that for myself? I don't know why I'm not doing that for myself. So all of that being said, right, the things that I'm known for most, you're not going to see them on my channel anymore. The things that I want to be known for, that's what I'm going to start making content about now. That's, that's the long and short of that. Let's boogie it out real quick. If you have questions, comments, concerns, drop a comment, and then let's chat about it. But first, let's have a boogie. Let's have a boogie. Okay, let's just, let's just have a boogie. Tell it straight. Sounds like I just did that. Let's do it. turn off the little dance bubbles. Whew. So feeling like a weight is lifted off my shoulders. We've, we're down to like single digit watchers. That's okay. The ones who are here are the real ones, are the real ones, y'all. Um, I'm kind of scared, nervous, terrified, paralyzed, but still doing it, forging forward ahead anyways about the whole change. So y'all just we're just going to love each other through it. And um, yes, literally saving the day yesterday, right? I was like, if it can work for Andrew, it can work for me, right? So Annette and Pixelpia, I know you guys just said, um, oh, I think I was talking about you, Pixelpia, last week in the stream when I was saying that I wish you were here for it because of the fact that I have been served so many ads when it comes to lady strategist, um, chic, something or others, and they're all Canva templates that people pay for to customize to create for themselves. 
that makes sense. Hopefully. And even one of the people I was thinking about this, I was like, you can create these templates, yes, for free, or you can create these templates so that people can use them even if they have the free version of Camda, but to maybe get to the right um, stuff that you need to customize, maybe you pay for the upgraded version of Canva for one month only enough time to create all these things and then go back to free and then sell the access to them as a digital product, as an Etsy thing, right? To kind of dip your toes into it. Or you run it as a workshop with a, a week by week type of thing to teach people how to do it for themselves with accountability and screen share or something like that, that you do inside of a private Facebook group or something that you sell access to for a week. So maybe it's the content creator community for Canva or whatever else it is. So you charge someone $5 a week to come be in that, or you charge them five or $10 for these finished templates that you already have available for them to use. Does that make sense? But anyways, I was served so many of these ads and I was like, Pixel Pia, this is exactly for you. You're doing all these Canva tutorials. You're building up all your credibility in this. What if at the end of it, you say, hey, you can download this one as a freebie to get onto my email list. And then you email out all the people who have gotten these freebies from you. And then you run some sort of challenge or you say, hey, get this and use this coupon code or whatever else it is. And then you start selling your templates after that right? So that's what I was thinking of for you. Um, yeah, you should start making some templates and putting them up for sale, especially up on Etsy. I think people will pay for those. And um, the only thing you got to do on Etsy, once you upload them and stuff like that is um, pay the listing fee, which is like 20 cents. And because it's a digital item, what I would do if I were you is I would create like um, some sort of PDF or something that is like your instructions with how to download it, how to open it, how to color customize, whatever instructions you want to do with a clickable link button that takes them to the template um, where they can open it, you know, where you do the save link for template to open in a new place and then sell them that, sell them that for three, four, five dollars a piece and call it a day and just start putting them up there and then see what happens. So Okay, um, yes, so Pixelpia, that's what I was thinking of for you. That would be the, uh, an example of something that I would wanna talk with y'all about on Make Money Mondays, where we talk about something, whatever it is, and then we strategize ways for you to actually implement, right? Because then I can go tell you how to do it so you can go make yourself some more money. So that will be a different series, hopefully. I don't know when that will start, maybe in March. Make Money Mondays starting in March, maybe we'll see. But that's that. Also for my members, um, because no one said anything about the tutorials, I'm, a, I'm assuming no one cares, but I think I will be creating some sort of content creator community, probably over on the Uscreen um, platform with Rob Balasavis. So I'll be talking with him next week about that. Also, I think we're recording a podcast episode. I'm not sure if it's live on his channel at the same time or not, but if it is, maybe you wanna go over there and tune in. Okay. Um, you have the course on Canva made already, but imposter syndrome, oh, Pixel Pia, I feel like actually, who was I just talking to just recently where they were talking about the need for help, especially for people in the older generation. And I was just like saying that some of the only real resources that I know and trust right now is sometimes like Steve Dotto and um, like Dusty Porter, right? Because he's so calm and has little videos on everything. But something like that, absolutely. I feel like you could um, put it up as like something on Skillshare or something like that where you put it up on a platform where people already are that are existing or, you know, 
do it on your own. You can create a free account inside of Thinkific, or you could just do it as a Facebook group and run it, like I said, um, free. I know you've been a teacher, so we have to do that for Pixelpia. We have to encourage you to create your own course because, you know, hands down to the to the teachers, the calm, collected teachers. <laughs> so there's that. Um, how do I know what the audience wants to watch? It's a great question. If you look in your analytics as to what videos are most popular, a lot of that comes to the surface. And for me, the only thing that they wanted to watch was iMovie and um, whatever tutorials. So if I were smart, I could go off on just doing that. But the truth is, I've done that for a while, right? I did these Final Cut tutorials. I did the iMovie tutorials. I went off and tried the next thing, which was to make a course. And um, it didn't sell well for me. And so now I was thinking about this and I was like, if I have a channel that doesn't actually make me any money, the feel goods are nice, but I can't pay rent or my mortgage with just feel goods and nice comments um, if no one actually ever ends up buying my course. And if all I do is create this content that teaches people how to do it for free. They don't have any real reason except for the conglomeration of putting it all together and putting it in an itemized like order to buy my course either. And so I don't think I was doing myself any favors. And even when I started the channel of only doing iMovie tutorials, it was based on the fact that I don't want people to have to feel bad that they can't create content without spending money on software, right? And then someone else said to me, yeah, but they have to be on some sort of iOS or, um, Mac device anyway, which costs money. It's already more than the laptop. So why are you worried about their wallets? And if you are worried about their wallets, then maybe you're always going to be worried about their wallets to the point where you're not going to end up charging what you think you're worth because you're so worried about them being offended by you asking for money at some point. So you think that you have to prove yourself by showing them 50, 60, 80 tutorials on how to do something before you say, I'm good enough right? You trust me now to come over here and spend $80 on my course. That's six hours worth of content. And the truth is like, it's a slow burn to, to get to the point where enough people would even trust you enough to, to get to that point, but it's not doing you any favors. You could just go out there and like go work with the people who want to work with you at a higher rate and work not as hard if, if that makes sense. So Yes. And you know what? I, I'm not going to knock you because one of the only reasons why my iMovie course ever got finished and completed was because I was physically embarrassed to go back to VidSummit for the third year in a row and tell Steve Dotto and Justin Brown that I hadn't completed the course. This is how long it took me. I sat them down. I had the idea for the course. I told them this is what I want to do. I had already the lineup and the outline. I just never did it. I just never filmed it because I was too afraid. I was I was so scared of asking people for money. And I went back the next year and they're like, did you do the course? And I'm like, nope, I didn't do the course. And then I went back the next year and they're like, where's the course? And I'm like, I didn't sell, I, I didn't make it. And it's the same outline. <laughs> and then I, it was like coming back on the third year and I was like, I am not going back for a third year to tell them and look them in the face that I did not create this course. And honestly, that was one of the only reasons I ever completed the course because I was physically embarrassed of going back there. Apparently fear um, and embarrassment can be a very strong motivator. I was embarrassed um, that it was just making me drag my feet for that long, honestly. 
So <laughs> that's that's the real secret of why the course ever was finished was because of the fact that I was just too embarrassed to look at them in the face and say for the third year that I had failed. That's that's the truth. But the truth is also I had made right at that point all of these tutorials. And then when I finally released the course, not that many people bought it. And it was a real slap in the face and it really actually, um, it hurt and it stung and it really made me question like everything. Like I've taken all of this time away from creating content, whatever else it is. And like, what was the point? What was the point? Um, not necessarily, just saying that you completed the course was one thing, but thinking that you had this relationship enough with people as a community on YouTube, whatever, um, where they would find enough value without you having to scream it from the rooftops and just um, shove it down their throats is how I always looked at it. And they didn't, they didn't buy it. They didn't, um, they didn't look for it. They didn't buy it. They didn't. Um, so that was a really tough pill to swallow because it made me really question a lot of things at the time because I was like, but this is my thing. This is what I'm known for. If I can't even get people to buy this iMovie course with all this free content, like uh, the next year was going to be a graduation into, okay, now let's do Final Cut Pro. Let's do Final Cut Pro as the graduation course. And I really was like, I was too afraid to even start it because I was like, I, I can't work this hard again on something and just have it completely flop and fail. But one of the reasons that it did flop and fail is I wasn't confident in my offer. I didn't talk about my offer enough and I didn't actually explain the value in it enough in a way that people thought of it as a no-brainer to actually purchase it okay and so that's on me but I had grossly misrelied on the fact that people would see my millions of views on iMovie or and take that as me being a subject matter expert to the point where they would purchase the course based on that and it really also led me down the path to believe that like the subscriber number or the view number or something like that, it really doesn't matter because those people, they don't pay, they don't pay to subscribe to your channel, right? They don't pay um, until you actually get them to pay for something. And so having this higher inflated subscriber number didn't actually ever equate to, it was like the girl on Instagram who had 400,000 followers and couldn't sell 17 t-shirts, right? I don't have as much influence as I thought I did. So even when I put out a video now and only has 100 views, that's what I deserve because I honestly didn't build up a, an audience of true, loyal, raving fans, if that <laughs> means anything. I really did myself a disservice, and I know that's a whole other... I'm going to get into that when I get into the video about how I failed my way to 40,000 about a lot of the stuff that I did when I was creating the tutorials themselves about how I never integrated myself into any of them, how people never really gave two tiny bits about me as the teacher versus what it was as the subject of the video. And so that's why I would also have these wildly drastic swings in views because if you are just a resource channel and what you are teaching that day does not line up and coincide with what someone needs to learn about, they're not going to watch it because there was no personality for people to come back and care enough about watching the video. Even you guys have the people that you watch, even though you have no 
interest in what the video is, right? So I could be an Apple iPhone channel and you may be like team Android or Pixel all the way, but you still tune in because you care what I have to say about something regardless of the subject matter, if it does or doesn't relate to you. I think you understand what I'm saying. I didn't have that. I had a lot of people who were looking for, I need to learn how to do this one thing and now I'm done. And I don't really care who teaches me the information. It could be you, it could be Scott Peachy, it could be you know Andrew, it could be someone else. Um, it doesn't really matter to me. And so what happens when you build up a reputation like that of here's some information but nothing else to make you like me or come back for me is you have people who don't come back for you or when you then have something where you would want people to support you, whether that's a Patreon or channel memberships or a course that you've created or a downloadable for an email list, if they don't like you, they're not going to click it. <laughs> or they may like you just fine, but they're still not going to click it. Um, so hopefully that is making sense. If that is making sense to everyone, can I get a thumbs up on this? Because I feel like I'm just rambling. <laughs> but um, I'm going to come over here and read some of these comments. Okay. Advantage of Gonzo. Hello. Raving mad fans are here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, Oakley fan Becky says, oh, I feel that. Awesome. Yes. Um, yeah. I should have made courses before I launched my channel. That's where I think I would fail is the marketing, my digital product. Yeah. And it is tough because I always thought that my course was good enough to stand on its own and it was good enough to like sell on its own. And now I know that that's not true. My built in core audience isn't, they're not buying it. Um, not, <laughs> they're not buying it. You know what I mean? Um, so me even trying to keep up this notion that, oh, I have to get 100,000 to feel legitimate. You know what would have felt more legitimate is having 10,000 um, subscribers, but having 1,000 people buy my course. That would have made me feel legitimate, right? Because I wouldn't have cared about the subscriber number when my bank account was also like, if that makes, hopefully that makes sense. I have 40,000 and we've sold, let's say 50 units of the course. I would have rather had you know, a thousand subscribers, but sold 50 units of the course. Hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> okay. It's also hard when it's so specific to a free tool. People using free tools usually don't want to pay to learn. Mm. Yep. Yep. And it's true. The value is in um, the time saved and the aggregation of all of the content in a specific order. And I think Roberto Blake has talked about this before as well, where a lot of the information and in certain things is already out there. Right. And people will say that. Why would I pay? Because this information is out there. Well, you're paying because I'm collating it, collecting it, feeding it to you, being like spoon fed in a specific order that makes sense, cutting down on all the time and the places that you have to look for it to make sense. And people don't seem to understand that they'd rather go out there and fumble through the, you know, 10 pages of Google search results and click on different videos to hopefully find the one because that was free. But they don't understand what they're sacrificing is their time. So there's that. Um, so that is some of what's going on with my channel. So if you happen to see that now I lose 10,000 subscribers and I start hemorrhaging them, which I told my members I fully expect could happen. If you start seeing that um, I had 500 videos and now I have 200 videos or next week, 
by the time I'm done with some of all this stuff and chopping up stuff, it's a hundred videos. Now you know why. And, um, and I'm kind of okay with it. And for the people who are not okay with it, well, that's okay. Don't do that on your channel then. <laughs> I understand. Um, you know, where it's like, you're not the boss of me. I do what I want. I do what I want. And if you're interested in the uh, creator community type of thing that I'm going to be maybe spinning up here in the next few weeks or so, then make sure you hang around and are around for that. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. Thank you, Pixel P. I know that um, you had, and, and that's the thing is, right? So when I put that out to my community members, some of you super kind about it, right? Like, oh, I don't really care about the uh, movie tutorials, right? Great. Because um, I'm hiding them all. <laughs> but it was more like, I think this makes sense, or I think you should pivot, or I'm excited for you. And that that really means a lot to me. Um, thank you so much. I, I really, really appreciate that. And because even that was agonizing itself to be like, what are you doing? You just like <laughs> blowing up everything. <laughs> so um, let's see here. Um, so many experts say you have to have all of the extras as a creator, like courses, merch, memberships. If it doesn't work for you and your audience, it's okay. Experimenting will find the match. Absolutely. And I've always said that... Um, AdSense and, and making money, like I've always been a big proponent of having as many different avenues as possible. And I, I still believe in that. I still believe in that to this day, the people who are making all their money only on AdSense and then, you know, COPPA happens or something else happens. Or I saw someone uh, today, it was actually in this last week, I won't mention their name because I haven't asked them yet if it's okay, but they actually posted on their Facebook that Amazon had terminated their associates agreement and canceled their account because they had put something along the lines of bookmark this site so that when you shop on Amazon, um, you go through my link and I get a commission, which is technically a violation of the associates agreement. You can't have stuff like that. And I've also seen um, beauty friends who will say like, bookmark these sites like Sephora and Ulta and then shop with these links, which is technically usually um, probably a violation of whatever program you're in as well. But for Amazon, it definitely is. And this person was making six figures from Amazon from their links because it's a very large channel. So they hadn't gotten a warning. They just got an email that said, effective immediately, you are terminated for violations. And imagine if that was like your number one revenue source or only revenue source and it was making six figures. So you're making 100000 from Amazon links and they just send you an email one day and it's gone, gone. So um, I can imagine that would be <laughs> crushing for a lot of people, but it could be catastrophic for someone who is that like only source of revenue. Just like some of the children's channels that had entire staff, they had to let go of everyone because of COPPA came down and, and they got like 5% of the normal revenue that they used to. So, um, and I know you were saying, you have to have all these things. And, and the truth is I, I do have these things, but I'm really honing in on what works, what doesn't work and, and what I want to be known for slash work on moving forward. So I absolutely will always be the guinea pig for all these things um, because the whole ADD squirrel thing in me just doesn't let me not see something shiny and be like, let's try it. <laughs> let's try it and then tell you if it does or doesn't seem like a good idea. Um, so I'm, that's why I'm always saying do as I say and not as I do because 
Whew. Um, but yeah, just imagine $100,000 just gone. So, um, and, and it's funny that you say laser focused because I'm still not laser focused because even if I were to talk about creator economy and YouTube advice, those are still two different things. I'm still trying to shove too many things into one basket and y'all can't stop me, but I think y'all know where I'm going with it. And it kind of like coincides, but I don't feel like I need to be known as the iMovie girl anymore and heaven forbid, not the subscribe button girl anymore. So if that's something that you're interested in, I'm sure there are entire channels all about that ready to step up. But, um, right. Yeah. And I, I think I had shared this with you before where I said my word for this year is like about abundance and it's about, and I'm not trying to be an asshole when I say I'm trying to make money this year. Okay. You guys know, I just left um, the job over at TubeBuddy. I left the job at Google before then. I left all these different jobs where I was making money and now I need to make money. Um, otherwise I'm gonna have to go find <laughs> another job. Um, but I want to be able to sustain doing the things that I, I actually like talking about and, diversifying along the way. So that's what the journey is about. And it's not just about the number of people that are hitting the subscribe button. It's about the number on my bank account. Right now, those things are like backwards, right? I'd rather have $40,000 in my bank account than just 40,000 subscribers. Does that make sense? Not to be like, oh my God, 40,000 subscribers doesn't mean anything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying somehow the dollar uh, the numbers that matter sometimes at the end of the day are the ones in your bank account <laughs> because I've seen plenty of creators who have very small followings and they're making a living. And I've seen plenty of people who have lots of followers and they make zero money. Right now, I fall in the category of people who have uh, maybe more followers, but I make no money. And in fact, I saw on Twitter today, technically T, I think, um, and he put it out in a public tweet, so I don't think I'm sharing too much, but he said, I think he made like $10,000, um, he said, last month. And his channel, I think he hit 50,000 subscribers very recently. So, and y'all saw the video that I made and put out. And I think my number was 1,600, let's say plus a couple hundred, but it's not, let's, let's just say it's 17, $1,800. So less than $2,000. So he is making five times more than me with 10,000 more subscribers. And that's on me because I'm not doing brand deals. I'm not doing, you know, sponsored posts. I'm not doing probably enough of what he, he is doing, including things like affiliate sales. Um, he doesn't have a course, right? He's not selling things as a digital download. So where is he making his money? And I'm not calling him out. I'm, I'm proud of him. I'm excited for him. No one come for me. That's not what I mean at all. I am saying, um, let that be a thing right there, that 10,000 subscriber differential between us two, but he's making five times the amount of money that I am in a month. So that's on me for not figuring out how to best monetize myself. And it's not on him for figuring that out. I hope that makes sense, okay? <laughs> so exactly. The money comes from solving a problem. People pay to be solved, exactly. So that's what I am working on and focusing on. And um, honestly, I'm letting go of the dream of getting the silver play button because that's not what's most important to me. And, you know, like I said, I got one now. So what? Um, and I and I don't mean that in any way because y'all know, like for the past four or five years, there's nothing I have wanted more. So I'm not trying to be like, it doesn't matter anymore. But I'm saying I've realized it doesn't really matter in the way that I thought it would. 
hopefully that makes sense and doesn't make me sound like an asshole completely because you guys know I was desperately driven for a very long time and even if you look back a month ago on Twitter I was like yay y'all I'd really love to hit 40 even then knowing that I was going to blow up my channel and then probably hemorrhage out 10,000 subscribers so um, there was something psychological about like wanting to hit a number and I get that so if that's where you're at I'm not knocking you because I am in the thick of it as well. And I was like, oh my God, yes, to finally hit 40, which is, I have been in the 30s for two and a half years, something like that. I, I don't even know, like I said, 18 months of nothing, but like losing subscribers from this giveaway ordeal that I was in and feeling like a poop turd for all of those years, thinking that my channel wasn't good enough to grow on its own and all, all these different things. So trust me, I get it. I get it. Um, and the number used to be, important and it was driving me but for the wrong reasons so that's that's the long and short of it it was driving me for the wrong reasons and the wrong numbers were driving me I was looking at the subscriber one which I know we all talk about as vanity metric doesn't mean anything doesn't equate to dollar amount but just know it's true it's vanity metric it doesn't convert to dollars and um, it's not always the right number to focus on so yeah empowering and fresh thank you greetings from honduras great to see you thank you for being here i appreciate you all listening to the rantings and ravings of a mad woman and um i appreciate you all for being here if you're interested in the creator community make sure you follow along because there should be some announcements on that soon if you're interested in making sure that you can watch replays because in the future they will be going away you can uh join below to the membership <laughs> oh sensei it's so ironic that you came in here with the I love your iMovie tutorials because they're all gone now. All of them. They're all gone. Thank you so much for watching them. I appreciate you for however long uh, you did watch them. <laughs> they're not there anymore, but I appreciate you. Oh, I feel bad. I feel bad about that. Yeah, all the iMovies tutorials are going away. <laughs> yep. Yep. Anyways, um... I will see you all next Thursday for another episode of Triple T. I thank you for hanging in there with me. Y'all are really, really the best. And hopefully what I was saying tonight makes sense and resonates with some of you and helps reassure some of you. And Pixelpia, I hope you desperately create your course soon. Annie Portalotin, same with you, right? I will see you all next week. Bye, y'all.